Now let's talk about ads. If you are a cannabis brand, you know ad options are limited. Chronic Gals now has advertising space available. If you want to learn more about our ad packages, email us at chronicgals at gmail.com. Now grab your stash. It's time for the show. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and their very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Welcome back everyone to another episode of the chronic gals I'm Ashleen And I'm Riley And we are so excited for this episode today yes, we are this, you guys, you know, you've been hearing us talk about like how excited we are for our upcoming guests. I don't know yeah. for the past few weeks. I mean, we're if always you're... excited about our upcoming guests. Oh yeah, we're just like we have a super pack. We do have a super pack of people joining us from across the cannabis continuum. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but so yeah, today we're talking to Loretta Maps Bolt, mm-hmm. who her superpower or one of her superpowers is that she makes music with plants how amazing is that so before we dive into that interview we're gonna kind of give you guys a little bit background Mm -hmm. and explain what that is but 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 first we're gonna smoke some weed yeah we are (laughs) i picked up some flight nine uh blunts at new amsterdam today they were on sale we don't even have a lighter oh my god dude this is like the story of my life yeah you should go get one is that a, no? I because Mer, Mercury retrograde isn't retrograde all the time. I also just never have blunt or blunts on me, uh, lighters on me. True. I'm like the worst stoner. I'm always like, hey, you have a lighter? Hey, you have a lighter? Well, then you get one and somebody steals it. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> so yeah, so I, we're trying out these Flight Nine uh, blunts. I don't remember what the Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. That's Rolling why we Street. got them because it was Halloween-y. Halloweeny. Nice. Um. So, the only thing about these blunts is that it's super cute. They come in like a tin can. I love the tin. Yeah, it's like a mint tin. Um, but I opened it and there were like, there was like shake all over the mm. bottom of the thing. So, we're going to see how this goes. Hopefully, it's nice still Hopefully. inside. We and... have some Walden other pre-rolls as our backup. Cool. <laughs> Don't so. worry, guys. We got backup weed. Do you have your weed? Do you Are you guys weed? ready? Because we're going to spark up. Spark. Um, okay, so you also might have noticed at the top of the show, sorry, I'm just lighting it. Oh, okay. You made a really stinky face and I wondered if it was, no, I was really, like... like, if it was just awful. But it's just like that moment of trying to light anything. Ooh. It has a nice taste. It has a nice smell. It smells chocolatey. It's, um, it's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I can smell that. It smells super sweet. And honestly, what is this wrap? Did we decide that... Flight Nine was the company that did the cocoa blunt that we smoked. I think you like, decided, and I probably am with you I on that think one. It I was. Have no idea. We'll have to go back and what did we smoke it on the show? On the show with Sarah Pitchford, we'll have and to go I back. think it was our f- like second. Or I don't third think it was episode. the Vape Gate episode. No, it was the was first our, one. Oh, oh, was it? I lost was there a some hole? Of the cherry, yeah. There you go. But well, all right. Still a delightful joint. Yeah, yeah. but not so bad. Sorry if we're totally derailing. Oh, I see what you mean about sweet. It tastes like cereal on your lips. Yeah. Like it leaves like a residue. Like um, like a Dutch, you know, or like a back. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I literally almost said back roll. (laughs) (laughs) I mean backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not the worst. Nine. I'm here for it. You got it, what, you said it was on sale for six bucks? Yeah, originally, no, the blends were seven. Originally, 12 or 10. Or Still, because you get two. They're two. Yeah. 6.6 grams. Love that. Nice. Sorry if we're derailing the whole intro about Actually, no, because you know what? It actually kind of like <gasps> what plays a great into segue. that. Cannabis companies, are you listening? Yeah, we <laughs> um, are really excited because we are, we've decided to open up space on our show to allow advertisers. Mm-hmm. So we're specifically looking for people in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. Canvas brands, yep. farms, extractors, and whatever you whatever Glass you do. Glass makers, pipe makers. Yeah, hit us up because we know how hard Puff it is. Peak. <laughs> we know how Deep hard end. it is. Sorry. 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 <laughs> we still know how hard it is for you guys to find advertising space. I mean, Facebook doesn't take your money, Instagram doesn't take your money, Google doesn't take your money. Um, but you have such a huge audience that you need to reach. So we are really excited to start um, adding a couple ads to our show. Yeah. Um, of brands that we really believe in. Yeah. We are very excited about it. I think this will be mutually beneficial for all of us. Especially because we just want... This is why I think Ashley and I... One of the reasons why we started this podcast was to be able to try all of the different products that are out there and being and to be able to be an ambassador for the consumers to help the consumers figure out what they want in their weed Mm -hmm. because we do have the ability to like smoke whatever eat whatever you know like I feel like we're we are able to hit the full spectrum of it all yeah so we just want to be able to be there for the our cannabis companies also Mm -hmm. so we're super excited to open up space so if you're interested, please email us at chronicgals at gmail.com um, for in- more information about our cannabis ad space. Yay! Awesome. I'm super excited about that. That's going to be too. so fun. Me too. That's going to be so fun. Oregon, Washington, California. No. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. We're, I think we're opening up to all the legal states. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. We are open. So another really fun thing that's happening in our happened again. Well, no, it's still happening in it's, our lives yeah. right now. Is, it's still in the process. Well, we produced our we first produced, fashion yeah. shoot. Yeah, we did, you guys. Which we're first producers. of all, we're like honored to even like be able to call ourselves something like an event producer. I know. You know that sounds so official, but it's totally it's what we totally did. Totally what we did. <laughs> we so I guess we could back up. So, if you guys have been following along for since the beginning. I think that's getting pretty close yeah, to the filter. it was kind of, looking like yeah. it. Um, you know that my boyfriend, Warren, has a fashion, like a streetwear brand called Fuka, And it stands for four unique characters alike. Um, he has just been like stepping up his game this year and was able to produce a collection of clothes that mm-hmm. he handmade. And... Um, Literally in like six months, he learned how to sew. Yeah, and made jacket, made jacket coat. Like he decided to go with the most difficult <laughs> yeah. pieces. Like super... like he may as well just started choosing bathing suits or like <laughs> yeah. a, like a body like, like intimates a... or something like <laughs> super like technical delicate yeah. yeah or superhero costume. No, totally. <laughs> like he definitely like went head first into his craft. Yeah, which was like the beauty like. The shitty part about 2020, right, was, like, everybody had to get laid off, and, but the beauty of 2020 is that we all had this opportunity 
to like really go for our dreams. So we took that opportunity and made this collection and we produced a fashion shoot for him. Um, and you guys, like, it was, it was, it went amazing. It was so fun and so good. And we did such good things. And we had two days of shooting. Mm-hmm. And we're currently in the process of getting the video all packaged put up, together. put together. Um, and then there's a few, like, marketing pieces and promos that are mm-hmm. going to be coming too. And then we're going to launch it in November, yeah. November 14th, you guys. Mark your calendars. Yeah, mark your calendars for Fuka's. Fall 2021 preview show. Um, Ashleen and I will be hosting a little event online on YouTube live. Like a pre-launch party. Yeah, so please join us for that. Um, I'm sure we'll be posting all about it on Instagram, so mm-hmm. follow us there. But, yeah. Like, and then also, if you're like a person who's interested in fashion or yeah. questions for Warren, we're also going to be um, doing a Q&A with mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. right after the video mm-hmm. uh, premieres. So... Yeah, all that information is going to be on Instagram, how you can get tickets uh, to that event. Um, it's going to be so fun, It's going to be so fun. Oh, we're, we're, oh, this is just I so know. cool. I know. Sitting here, producing podcasts, I know. producing fashion shows. We have things coming up in the works. Oh like, what is next I know. for the Chronic Owls? I don't know. Oh, so I do. Fun. Stay tuned. Oh, my gosh. You guys. <laughs> I honestly, I really hope that you listeners out there are also taking this opportunity to figure out what you love and what you want to do with your life. And if you are doing what you love, like, I am very happy for you. And mm-hmm. if you are not doing what you love, I hope that you find what you love. So because funny. you just don't work a day. You don't. You literally, I have been technically working for, like, 14 days straight. Yeah. And I am a little delirious, but I'm fine. <laughs> Like, I just, like, literally, I, like, record podcasts all day. I play with plants at a greenhouse all day. I help Warren with, like, back-end business stuff. Like, I'm literally on so many different, like, Mm -hmm. my brain is just popping all over the the place. Well, and it's so cool, and I'm so glad that we have this opportunity to share what we're doing, Mm -hmm. too, and what Warren is doing, because it's, like... We don't always hear about these stories of people who, I mean, I guess we do sometimes, but I don't know. It's it's like you hear a story about somebody who has, be, you know, made it big and like figured out how to succeed at doing their dreams, yeah. but it's never somebody that you know, right. you know, like yeah. it's never somebody who's right there that you can like follow their story and follow yeah. along. So it just like watching somebody live their dreams and like learn how exactly. to do that, you know? It's, yeah. So yeah, so we're hopefully... Here. We're going to keep sharing our story. Yeah. Uh, if you, hopefully you love it. I hope you, and I hope you are like, yeah, like I said earlier, doing the thing also. Yeah. So hopefully it's a little inspiring too. And if you are creative and want to get shit done, like te- email us, text us, email us, friggin' DM us. Like we are <clears throat> sitting in our incubation station. Yeah. So creatives out there, if you want to create, call us. We're so here to help you, yeah. or at least figure out, like, maybe put you down a path mm-hmm. to, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because, ah, yeah. I'm just, so like, exciting. <laughs> I'm, like, beaming about talking about what I'm doing with my life, and I can't even explain what I do. Yeah. Like, I just, there's... Well, and I think this is the future. I think Honestly, this is the future also. Like, with what we're... What... 
what have we seen in 2020 but that everything that we're doing now is not working well? Yeah, no, You know, 100%. things need to change and people need to have the space and freedom to be creative and to, like, express themselves however they want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, this is going to be a step towards that I know. for people. I so, I don't it. know. We're having fun. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoy listening to us talk about us having fun. So, I know. I know. <laughs> Um, but I, okay, so we talked about this a little bit off air, but I want to hear a little bit more about, like, how you, you had, like, a special relationship with the place that you did the fashion yeah, shoot at. Yeah, So, like, tell me a little bit about So, we shot the show at Whipple Creek in Vancouver, and it's the, like, park behind our, the neighborhood that we live in. So, I guess that kind of, like, points out where I live, but whatever. <laughs> And we, well, I mean, we go to this park all the time to take the dogs out and stuff. And like, I don't know, I feel like this whole summer, Warren and I and this forest have just been having like this love affair, you know, like we'll just go there to clear our minds and it's been great. So obviously we decided to shoot the shoot there because of its beauty and it was just kind of like on theme with the show. And there was just this path that's just like on a hill, and visually, it just looks like a dope ass runway. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So, I have been listening to. I mean, you know, you all know we're weird woo woo people, but I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and like how to like interact with the world better, like intentionally. And since working in a greenhouse and like a nursery. I have, like, started this really close relationship with plants. I have, like... Oh, my gosh. There's so many plants, you guys. I counted it, and I was... I don't even remember. But I don't have, like, 300 like my friends do. At least into the 30s. I definitely, yeah, have about 30 plus. (laughs) And it keeps growing. But anyway, but, you know, like, they start talking to you, and they become your friends. And, like, you end up smoking weed and getting really high, and then just, like... Staring at them and looking at each little vein mm-hmm. and the plant glow with the light coming through it. This is just like a whole nother experience. Mm-hmm. So I just like, and I'm be, I'm an earth sign and mm-hmm. I am earth. Like I just know I am of the earth. So I've been talking to trees more often than I used to, which I mean every once in a while I would like, I, w- I always like brush, brush, brush by trees and yeah. like touch them and stuff. Yeah. But this time... Um, with Whipple Creek, there was a couple times we went out there for like test shots, and I would like ask the forest and make sure like it was okay that we are there, and like asking if we can shoot there and like do this, create this thing with the forest. And I left my hair because that's just what you do as like an offering of yourself to the forest, and and hair is not blood. And hair is not blood. Yeah, it's easier and it's like all, it's just falling out of me anyway. (laughs) So, yeah. And then the day of the shoot, we were all like walking to the forest, like into where the opening is. And I was just like asking, like, like being just really gracious about like entering its space and like, thank you for letting us be here on this like beautiful freezing ass cold day, but it's not raining. It's, like, foggy and perfect, and it's the mood that we were looking for. So, it was just cool, and there was just, like, this great, beautiful, giant-ass fern that was, like, 
the marker to where the models knew where to start. So I was like, look at this fern. It's so beautiful. <laughs> like, this is where you're going to be. Like, she's going to be the one telling you when to go. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, all of the, I mean, I mean, I'm, they're not kids, but the kids were all laughing at me. And <laughs> all the models were laughing at me. But I'm like, whatever. Like, she's so beautiful. <laughs> so I just love the forest. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. Fuck, I don't really remember where you were going with that. Where I was going. Just the plant spirits are amazing. Yeah. And like you like oh, communed yes. with the forest. Exactly. I was in I was and in then, like the plant the trees also like blessed the shoes. Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. It was I think like the first day was really a great day. I think we got all the shots we needed. We were organized. Everyone was participating and like doing what they needed to do. So, I, it, I mean, that was the same on day two, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so it was just, like, nice to be in, like, communion, like you said, with the trees, and can you, and you do have the, I mean, you do have a connection yeah. with any space that you enter, mm-hmm. so it's just, like, it was just neat to, like, talk to the trees and be connected with them and then have this really great shoot, and then... Yeah, I and don't then know. you left. You probably and then, you thanked them too, right? Yeah, like it was exactly it was a whole full circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then on the, yeah, on the last day Thanks as for we were us be here. yeah leaving, I was like, "Thanks, man. Y'all look look beautiful." Well, and we've talked on the show before mm-hmm. about plant spirits mm-hmm. and like I mean, from cannabis to mm-hmm. I think we talked with the with the Tokativity gals a lot yeah. about the plant spirits and just and psilocybin, like exactly. So we. We are here. I think we're meant to have relationships. Yeah. Like I think we mm-hmm. have forgotten that we are meant to talk to our world and the world around us. And, yeah. You know, and there's like wisdom in, well, all of it. I mean, there's there's wisdom in the plants. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And like, I think in that Tokativity episode, we kind of mentioned that plant spirits are here to protect us. Mm-hmm. And this episode is, like, literally full circle. Loretta, yeah. like, tells us... Who we heard about from the Tokativity. Who we heard about. In that Tokativity exactly. episode. <laughs> Total for like full episode circle episode 26 or something, something like that. 26 or 28, if I you want to go so. back and you haven't heard that one yet. It's a good one. Yeah, but she tells us the, the whole story of, like, why plants are here to help us. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. which you will hear later in the mm-hmm. show. But it's just, like, I don't know. I feel... Way more connected with plants this year than I ever have. Yeah. And I think cannabis was, like, the start of my connection with plant spirit. For sure. Because before then, other than, like, walking around a forest and, like... But I wasn't... I would never, like, intentionally Mm -hmm. be in nature like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I would be there to experience, but I was never there as, like, a give-take relationship. Yeah. So... I think it was more mushrooms for me. Like, I think, mm-hmm. like, cannabis might have, like, opened the door, maybe. Yeah. It was the gateway drug, perhaps, to my spiritual <laughs> to opening, awakening. To unblocking your third eye. Yeah, exactly. Dusting um, that bitch off. But then I really, like, I didn't start, like, having relationships with plants until I was, like, on hallucinogens in the forest. Yeah. You know? And, like, that really removes the veil and like makes you allows you to drop your ego enough to see that to have that that relationship in that moment or that communion or whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I think I think it's just plant medicine in general is so 
important. important. And like people think of plant medicine and they think they automatically think of ayahuasca and peyote yeah. and you know all of these really intense rituals, mm-hmm. but these are like actual sacred events. Yeah. You know, like that they are meant to take lightly. And they they don't have to be Plant medicine is not always... Right, that was my point. Yeah. Yeah. Ayahuasca, hallucinogenics, all of this, like, super crazy, intense things. Plant magic is... Or plant medicine is sitting next to your plants and breathing. Mm -hmm. It's like smoking a bowl or... Taking some t- lavender. Tincture. Yeah, p- yeah, grabbing a, a, a stick of lavender when you're frustrated and just, like, w- waving it around. Exactly. Or, like, taking a shower with it. Yeah, or It's your aromatherapy. Exactly, exactly. So it's like... It's your terpenes. It's your terpenes, <laughs> you <know>? man. It's <laughs> your terpenes. It's your tincture. It's your tincture. And it's not... And it's like... You can... Plant medicine is, ev- is like, everywhere in yeah. the world. Like... Yeah. Mushrooms. I mean, mushrooms alone, from psycho like psychoactive to not psychoactive, Mm -hmm. so healthy for you. Yeah. So many properties that we need come from mushrooms. Yeah. But even like, and literally, if you learn to hunt one species of mushroom, you have already learned so much about the forest because you need to know what time of year, what the right conditions are, what trees it grows under or on. Yep. You know, like you just automatically have. Just a, a bigger symbiotic picture. relationship mm-hmm. with, with the, the forest <laughs> and the planet and the earth because we're here <laughs> to be in connection and communion with this earth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, amazing. you guys, you know what else is plant medicine? Listening to Loretta's music. Literally <laughs> listening to Loretta's music. Yo. Okay. So I honestly, I know we just recorded this, but I don't remember how much we said very up top about what Loretta <laughs> does. Yeah. So go let's into just it. Go, go into, into it, it, Ashley. Talk to me. <clears throat> okay. Tell me. Tell me. So she has this magic box. That, is it even a box? Um, the ones that I've seen is okay. they are a little, a little like box, but I don't. I guess I don't remember which specific one she, she has. Had, oh yeah, it, I don't. I think it's a travel one. Yeah. So it's probably a small, like a compact. small a box. Maybe a box. the ones that I've seen on anyway. Instagram too. Literally like. <laughs> Like an, an engagement <coughs> ring box. Like, it's very small and easily portable. Sorry. It has these... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it has these little nodes that you hook up to some part of the plant. Like, so, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the leaf or the stalk or whatever. And basically doing that, it gives the plant an opportunity to release this electrical signal. No, it's more about you're it's... recording the electrical signals that the plant is making yeah i think i think i mean she definitely explains it better for sure but i think she said that it gives an impulse to the plant and then the it it also then records the action of the plant after the impulse so she's making music with plants yeah so basically (laughs) that's what she's doing um in a moment we'll be sharing one of her songs because it's actually so it triggered such an emotional response for me, like tears. Yeah. I'm like tearing up right now. It's so cool. I mean, it sounds like something fully man-made. Totally. Which it makes, totally does. Which just makes me think that like man is nature, right? It's like man is not separate from nature. We are yeah. the same. We are the same. You know? We are But it's a very like synthy... I don't even know. Angelic. Angelic, shoegazy kind of yeah. beat. I have, uh, synesthesia. Mm. I have synesthesia. 
where I can like see sounds. This is Warren, by the way. I'm Warren, by the way. Um, so like I was seeing like different hues of like purples and blues and pinks and stuff like so that. So cool. So it was like really really cool. Yeah, I can just see sounds. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Bye. Dropping in the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is really neat. Okay, so... So she also... Yes. So yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have the song so you can hear exactly what it sounds like before we get into talking with her. Um, she also works, like, specifically with cannabis plants. She has a really, like, deep his- history with... Um, cannabis. Farming cannabis mm-hmm. and using cannabis. Mm-hmm. And She lives on a cannabis farm right now. Mm-hmm. And she's making music with cannabis mm-hmm. plants that she's actually farming. So, um... She, too, has a really close relationship with plants. Yeah. And she, real. like, really, I love that she's, like, ethical with her plants. Like, she. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't even think about that. Right? I know. It's like. She, she like, asks consent. Yeah. From the plant. And whether is about or not. mindful about where she puts mm-hmm. her little clips. Yeah. So, I don't know. She's just amazing. I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this conversation. We're not there yet. We're, I know. We're not There's there so yet. Much I'm just we'll excited. Okay, okay. I'm just excited about it. I know we're not there. Okay, okay, I know. Okay, okay, okay. Because I want to make sure that you guys know that she's also been um, working. She's going to talk about it in the interview, I guess. But she's been working with ginseng. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's been working with Cimarron Maz to put together this whole, um, like, research project project mm-hmm. about American ginseng, mm-hmm. which I guess people know more about Chinese gene- ginseng more mm-hmm. than they know about American. There's like differences or whatever. She goes into it in the episode. But um, one of the really cool things is that they put together this spa package yeah. for sale that features American ginseng. Yes. And it's super cool. She recorded a song with American ginseng mm-hmm. and um, it is meant to be part of like a meditation. Mm-hmm. So it can be a self-care meditation moment. So It sounds so lovely. Here, there's all sorts of stuff in it. Let yeah. me tell you Please. what's in it. Tell okay, me more. So there's a Korean ginseng beauty face mask. Yes, you always want to go to Korea for face masks. That's what I'm saying. Uh, American ginseng flower essence. Mm-hmm. Papa tree flower essence. Ooh. Spa Journal and Pen Set, yes. and much more. I think there were a couple things that. she also mentioned in the show Yeah, um, that were not on that list. So it's super cool. They're available for pre-order now. Mm-hmm. They weren't available at the time of recording, but they are now. Now. So um, if you are interested in checking that out, it's at cimarron-moz.com slash shop, um, and you can find it there and, and order 10 because we all need – Self-care. Ten of them. In we our all lives. need self-care. It sounds, yeah, we get into it later in the show, but I just, that sounds like such a perfect self-care moment. I know. Love that. Oh, uh, you guys, this episode's going to be so lit. So great. If it's not already lit, mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. So first we're going to do the song, mm-hmm. which, do we even really prep what the song was about? It's made with a fig, a fig tree. <laughs> But that's all we're going to say because she gets into it in the interview. Yeah, it's a very intimate. But it's made, yeah. It's like made, it's a great backstory. It's beautiful. It's, a, oh my gosh, I'm just going to cry again. It's a beautiful story and a beautiful song. So. Pack your bowls. Let's smoke a bowl to the fig tree. A proverbial bowl because we don't have one. But. <laughs> <laughs> we smoked all our smoke. It's all in the other room. I know. But um, we'll go smoke it right now. Yeah. Enjoy the song, you guys. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye.
Welcome to the session. We're here today with Loretta. Her Instagram name is Canatunes, and I think the best way to describe her is that she collects plant sounds. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, remix. Not, not only is that, like, super cool to yeah. begin with, but then <clears throat> you also, like, remix them and make your own music with them, too. Um, Please ex- explain who you are and what you do. <laughs> sure. Thank, thanks so much for um, reaching out. And I'm so excited to be here with you guys talking to you about Canatunes. And and Canatunes really is, um, it's almost just a side project of Biotunes. So I make music with all the plants in the world. And Canatunes is more specified for cannabis, of course. Um, I do a lot of work with um you know, museums, and I do get a lot of grants and stuff like that. So for obvious reasons, I have to separate the cannabis music from the other plant music. Mm-hmm. And um, so you can find other plant music on Instagram under Biotunes. But really what I'm doing is I'm taking the electrical resistance in plants and I'm translating it into musical notes. And I'm using a technology that allows me to do that. And there's several technologies out there Back in the day, almost just 10 years ago, there was only one, um, and it was created by an organization out of Italy called Damenhor. Um, The one that I use now is a device also out of Italy called Plants Play, and um, they're both uh, really great devices for uh, working with plants in this way and using it, um, uh, using the device uh, for recording, but also recording video and also the um, all the data points that the plant is putting out while it's making music. So you can see like, so the plants, um, and, and just to back up uh, just a little bit too, like a lot of this um, has a lot of controversy around it, whether or not the plants are even making music on their own. There was a recent article Um, that was put out that I saw about whether or not you're torturing the plants like while you're making music with them which I I also like you know I definitely because what you're doing is you're putting small electrical shocks into the plant and then you're measuring how the plant reacts to it to a certain end whether or not they're feeling it quote unquote is up for discussion and things like that I definitely just you know I am very um, I'm a proponent for plant music ethics, and um, I don't think that that's been explored much, but I will say that um, a lot of my experiences, I, can, I know that can be, can be chopped up to anecdotal, but what, after having them so many times, and I've been working on this for the past four, almost to five years consistently, um, a lot of the experiences I've had with plants have been um a a range of emotions from compassionate to angry to leave me alone to not right now to (laughs) this person's not my vibe you know um and so I, I and I think it's also like people you know you have to catch them on the right day and a lot of my work with plants is is in the same way that two musicians will sort of jam with each other. They they need to, wow. you know, find out how 
they work musically, what their, um, you know, music language is, what their style is. And over time, they learn how to um, create music together that is um, in sync. And so in that way, the plant is learning me and I'm learning the plant. And um, I can talk more about like all the different experiences that I've had with um, the plants, but uh, <clears throat> in in essence, really, it's it's a journey that I'm still discovering that I encourage other people to discover because all the lessons that I learn from the plants are not going to be the ones that you learn or, mm -hmm. you know, the, this one plant will teach me something and it might teach you something different. And so mm -hmm. I really just want to use the music as a vehicle for animistic perspectives in nature and understanding too that like, you know, this whole idea of like, nature or the environment are really just concepts in which we're separating ourselves from mm -hmm. our reality, you know, and, mm -hmm. and really, I hope that the music allows people to feel more integrated into their reality, whatever that may be. Wow. Totally. That's so cool. I do want to hear about some of your um, experiences that you've had. Like, I think it's really cool that the plants, you know, they all like, express certain emotions, but mm -hmm. I kind of want to like, back up a little bit and just to kind of talk about a little bit more specifically about like what it is that you do. Cause for some reason for me, it's hard to wrap my mm -hmm. mind around the idea that plants are putting out electrical signals that you are then taking and interpreting into musical sound. Like for whatever reason, growing <laughs> up as a human in this society, I have this block that I cannot, it's like I'm having the hardest time wrapping my head around it. And like, I think it's so freaking cool, so cool. you know, like it's such a, a wild new territory, but like, do they like we're gonna we're gonna have to play one of your songs or something you know maybe at the end of the episode or something but sure. are they like what part of the song that you put out on your website what is the what is the plant done like what is their output and what is your manipulation you Absolutely I mean? so a lot of the music that you'll see on the website it'll say whether or not it's a remix or it's a raw track so the raw tracks are the, the music that the plant is just putting out on its own and um the remixes are what the producers so i don't actually do a lot of the remixing i like to work with producers who because i <laughs> i don't come from a music background either like I previously was a cannabis farmer um, in Northern California, and my original entrance into animism and the, even the idea of making music with plants was going back to uh, when I went to college at SUNY ESF, which is in upstate New York. It's a state college attached to Syracuse University, and I was going there for environmental law. And on the first day of school, they basically told us like and and i don't like suny esf is a college that you go to if you want to be like a super duper environmental science nerd like you want to <laughs> yeah. study like fish freshwater fish within this specific region in this viscosity with you know what i mean like yeah bruh, like yeah. you want to take 14 <laughs> organic chemistry classes bruh like all of that yeah like, that, that yeah. was not me like yeah. okay i mm -mm. i went to that college because my dream school was nyu and they didn't want to give me housing and they were like you can go live at home with your moms and i had i <laughs> 
I applied to this school because I was already going to school in Syracuse for high school. And this was my boyfriend's high school boyfriend's dream college. He wanted to be oh. a professional fisherman, like do um, fish counts in streams wow. and stuff like that. So wow. I just applied to it for whatever. And they were like, you're black and you want to study science? Oh, oh we'll, we'll pay for everything. Yeah. Oh, like, we'll give you all the money. Here's my checkbook. So I was yeah. like, yeah. sure, right. why not? Whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, what did I get myself into? Because um, <laughs> I was trying to study lessons. law and I was like, sure, I'll do environmental law, whatever. But they were very clear that envir- a lot of the problems that we have in environment currently are because of environmental lawyers, because they don't know science, because they don't have any background Mm. in uh, environmental science or ecology, and they don't understand how a lot of the laws or um, like stipulations that they make or create through um, government or through these court cases that eventually turn into laws in government are really creating tragedies in ecology because they they don't understand what the 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 effects are they're trying to fix things now not understanding how it'll affect in the future right Right? so they wanted they were very clear they were like look if you want to be an environmental lawyer you are going to take all these classes that end in ology dendrology ichthyology mycology we are going to make sure that you understand what you're talking about when you go into Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> and, um, and all of that information with heavy doses of psilocybin, I was able to fully understand, like, I mean, I was at first getting all of this information and not really able to digest it. And then I was had a long history of doing this in high school were really like mentors and guides because I had never done anything in high school. I was like totally a newbie. I never smoked weed. Um, so I just, yeah, like, so that's how I got into this. And I also want to put a shout out to Jeremy Narby because I read his book, one of the books. So a lot of the stuff that they would give us in college was very scientific based, you know, things like that. And then they would give us anecdotal books like Jeremy Narby's Cosmic, The Cosmic Serpent. And that's what I really gravitated to because then these guys are talking about, oh, yeah, you know, all of this and, um, you know, we're taking ayahuasca, we're taking psilocybin to integrate this knowledge. We're also talking to these, and I hate even using these terms anymore, indigenous, or it's almost as if we're separating them from humanity, but these groups of cultures that have integrated the uses of um, these medicines into their way of life um, have entered into these animistic perspectives of nature that feel more holistic to me when I'm like studying all of this. Like when you're telling me like, oh, the, the, these plants have senses, right? And that you're measuring them and, you know, but like you, you can measure me all you want, but like, <laughs> that's not telling who Loretta Maps Bolt is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like reading these books was like giving the answer, right? It's like I was finally hearing somebody talk about the soul of the plants. That's and awesome. um, I had heard about Cleve Baxter, you know, do <laughs> That's like where I'm at with it. And also Gordon White, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Rune Soup. 
uh, com, but he works with um, a lot of uh, different ways of perspectives of life and he does these really interesting courses, but he did a magical geography course that I took that really helped me and I thoroughly encourage people to take it. He actually just put a part two of that, um, which is a, called custodianship, um, which it's really talking about um, when you're entering into space or place, what is it that you're really trying to achieve? How can you really get in touch with the ancestors of that space? How can you be respectful? How can you like create um, a community that you can rely on that doesn't, that includes the more than human world, right? Like, and, and I, I really, believe that especially now you know we're having this conversation like moments before this election we're about to enter into I think it's um you know and 2020 on top of it I just want to give a little shout out to 2020 because man like I think that this is a big reflective moment you know um and the the ability to make music with plants has been difficult for me in some ways. And um, it, I feel like the plants do want to speak to me, but I feel like they're trying to t tell me hard lessons I don't want to hear thing, you know, type stuff. And, um, and th that might just be my own projection of like, you know, whatever. But I, <laughs> I feel like right now, um, especially when it comes to like, how we view ourselves in nature or like in our reality and things like that. I think that like, you know, like <laughs> it's such a crucial moment right now where like everything is so out of our hands, right? And, and all we can do is like the work internally. And I, I really do believe that like everything that we're like going through right now and like whoever's in power, these are like deep reflections of like what our expectations in the world are you know, and I have been having a lot of conversations with people about what it is to have radical responsibility over your life and even just reflecting upon the responsibilities that our parents had or grandparents have and how we're like so desperate to create technology in order to like make our lives quote unquote easier. Like what are we really losing, you know? I feel like in many ways we're losing our humanity or access to our humanity. And um, this is what I mean when I'm like talk about the more than human world, there's been a lot of discussions about like, you know, we're trying to quantify ourselves with technology, but like, can we not quantify ourselves through a, a conversation with a tree? Can we not quantify ourselves with like how we feel inside of a space or inside of a forest or even inside of your home you know your home is nature too and that's what this custodianship thing is is about is like how you can integrate this sense of your home which feels so human right and make it just an extension of the outside like like creating that recognition um and yeah, I'm working on this project right now where I have been for the past two years with um, my friend um, Bugs Frog, who I've, I've known for, she's like my best friend. 
I've known her for a super long time and she's a, um, uh, uh, she does like emergency medicine for, um, and sorry bugs if you ever hear this and I'm not describing this well. Um, she does like emergency medicine for like, uh, like protests or like emergencies. So like she, like she was like one of the lead medics at Standing Rock and like she was there at Occupy and stuff. So like she's an herbalist. She does like, you know, stuff that helps people <laughs> like, you know, but, um, and she's really into plants and things. And, and so anyways, she um, got this really, uh, she created, well, I guess at Sandy Rock, she created this relationship with ginseng and became really fascinated with it. And then approached me like right at, around that time, I was just starting to do this plant music stuff. I sold my cannabis farm in order to do this plant music thing. And is this um, something I, that like, like people literally... can get into? Like how accessible? How accessible? How accessible is plant medicine, or not plant medicine, but plant uh, music to people? Like if oh, absolutely! Like so, the technology that I have it costs like five hundred bucks. But my the reason why I mm. sold my farm and I also had a boat rental company in San Francisco, so sure. I had I was already like between two places, running two businesses, mm. doing a lot of volunteer work. And I really wanted to make music with plants. And I was like, if I really want to do this, I really need to just do this. And I need to like do it where like I can just go and have the money and I don't have to like get another job to fund, you yeah. know? So I like, yeah. you know, moved to Hawaii for a couple of months and I just kind of to separate myself from my st stuff and like think about it. And, you know, I just like, I literally put everything up for sale on Craigslist and everything sold in 30 days cash. Wow. And I just Boom. took that as a sign. I was okay. like, all right, I'm out of here, Brett. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so like, yo, 30 K in my hand, no problem. I'm out. See, yeah. so <clears throat> yeah. I, and the, the machine itself, like you don't have to have that much. I just really wanted to feel secure. I feel like totally. I could do this and buy like mm -hmm. multiple machines and I have two dogs and you know I was mm -hmm. gonna move across I'm from New York City but I was gonna move mm -hmm. to Philly like the other thing I was living in California and like you know making music with plants that's such a California thing I'm from New York <laughs> like I really wanted people to push me I really wanted people to test me ask me the right mm -hmm. questions not just be like oh that's so uh you know mm -hmm. I wanted people to be like why do I care what does that mean mm -hmm like because mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and i really felt like there was grant money out there for me to do immersive experiences so big shout out to philadelphia like for for giving me that kick in the butt i think i made the right decision going back to the east coast because mm -hmm. i'm from the east coast i know what east coasters are like and mm -hmm. i needed that so like yeah yeah, um, for real. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I cool. did that and then I've just been doing that since then. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that I'm I was I'm surprised that grant money is available for something like this. Like I So that's really yeah, cool that I, I, it is. I I was I've been just <laughs> applying as like that's independent so artist. Uh I like have gotten a lot of grant money from local Philadelphia grants. I mean, I also want to just put it out there too like if you're an artist Philadelphia is a really great city to 
get on your feet, try to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of resources. Like I literally kind of just moved there on a whim. The people uh, that made the technology that I was using at the time was based out of Philadelphia. So that's why I originally moved there. I also kind of just moved there because I couldn't afford to move back to New York City. You know, thirty k, but that's not gonna pay for something for six months. Like what? No, huh? So yeah, (laughs) really all day, super cheap. Yeah, lots of free resources. Mm -hmm. Big shout out to Venture Cafe. They were a free co-working space that I got to use for the entire four years I was there, and gave me free mentorship. Like, oh my god, Uh, that's what I'm saying. Cool, absolutely. Philadelphia Philadelphia is a really good place to go if you're an artist. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Philly. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's great stuff there. Um, lots of lead all over the city. Just FYI, yes. protect yourself. But you know, um, old cities. You know, stuff, it's about all good it. things. Just, yeah. You know, I didn't find out until I left. So <laughs> um, I was like, oh well then. Um, but yeah, the the um, ability to make music with plants is available to anybody. You know, it's a couple hundred dollars if you do research. There's a lot of different devices out there. Um, I use the plants play device. Um, I can really, um, you know, say that their device works really well. That's why I use them because I've gone through several several of them, and I like theirs because um, I can use it. I wish I had it with me to show you guys. I just don't happen to have it with me right now. But it's just a small little round bamboo device and a Bluetooth to my phone. So the other device that I had. It, like I had to plug it into my computer and I was like out in the woods with my computer and the, the cover was like cardboard so I couldn't use it when it was like moist uh, outside it was a problem so <laughs> you know this is like boom I just attach nice. it and it's two like uh, electrodes that attach uh-huh. to the plants and there's like sticky pads or soft tooth uh, clamps and mm. I usually attach it to um, for cannabis I attach it to either the fan leaves or the stems or anything that's hardy or rooty, something that, because I try not to damage the plant in any way. Um, mm-hmm. And I try to like, you know, leave no trace type methods. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Feel free to ask me. No, you're totally fine. I'm so fascinated by into... all of this. I love all of it. Can um, you describe, can you describe what the, what kinds of sounds usually are emitted by plants in absolutely. general or cannabis plants, like whichever one? Yeah, and okay, so I'll definitely say that like cannabis plants are the most. They're in my like in my experience, cannabis plants have been the most willing to make music on the spot. I've had a lot of um, situations with plants where I have to like spend time with them and coax them into it. Um, But usually with cannabis, they just they boom. I hook them up. They start making music like no hesitation. and That's in cool. comparison, like the first music, the first song I ever made with a plant that was like actually sounded like, a, okay, this is a song, like this is a, this is a thing now, like okay, I get this, mm-hmm. um, I can do something with this. Was uh, when I was in Philly, behind my house was Bartram's Gardens, America's oldest garden, and there's a series of fig trees over there. I was just hanging out, you know great place to start making music with plants america's oldest garden boom right totally. in my backyard done yeah. so i go to these fig trees there's like one fig tree misplanted so i go and you know the other trees are making music but like i'm like yo this tree's misplanted it's all on the side 
over by the river and doesn't make music. I'm like, all right, bet, come back the next day, doesn't make music. All right, cool. I don't make music with it for like two weeks. I just hang out, smoke weed with it, like hang out underneath smoking weed with the tree, right? And then like after that, I was like, all right, let me try it out again. I made music with like a bunch of other plants in the place, you know, whatever came back. Um, but every time I took a break to like smoke weed, I'd go hang out with that tree, you know. And then I hooked it up and it still wasn't making music. So I was like, yo, bet I'll just leave it. And I was like, I'm still learning how to use because I'm not from a music background. So I'm learning how to use GarageBand on the fly, like Logic. I don't know what all this stuff is. <laughs> and then there's like, you know, like drum beat samples on the side, whatever. I'm just like clicking things, right? And I'm like, oh, that's a that's a cool drum beat. Like I'm just listening to this playing. Then the fig tree just starts playing in time with that oh drum beat, bruh. That's so and cool. I just hit record, bruh. So like if you go <laughs> on to, like that. I'll like send you in the notes like that song and stuff. It's on the website on the BioTunes website. But okay. like oh. yeah, when I like listen to that every time I listen to that like it's like a whole song and i'm like <laughs> oh my god and so <laughs> that's what i mean right it's like all of a sudden that tree was like all right you cool i'm about to lay this on you <laughs> I right now yeah and that's why i just have lots of experiences like that too with and especially with cannabis farmers it's really interesting you know, because they'll tell me, because I'll be out there in the woods. There's nobody there a lot of times, like stewards or whatever, to be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what the plant's been like. You know, that's why it's interesting <laughs> to go to cannabis farms because I'm a kid. I used to be a cannabis farmer. You know, these are your babies, right? Like mm-hmm. you're saying extra attention to them. Anything goes wrong with them, you know it. Like that's what yeah. I mean. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, even as opposed to like somebody who's like a farmer like that grows food you know you're not looking at every tomato right totally. but with the plants you're looking at every plant you're looking yeah. at it. so <laughs> yeah. you know these plants right these these plants are plants you have relationships with so that's why when i'm i'm amplifying the sounds of these plants in front of these farmers and seeing their faces it's so <sighs> crazy like because yeah, they'll so all be cool. they'll be like you know what I knew that plant was going to sound like that because this plant's been giving me all kinds of problems or it went hermaphrodite or, you know, like all of this stuff. So <laughs> this plant wow. never triggered or triggered early or I thought it was this seed and it ended up being that seed. Like, so Wild. it's really, that's what I really love. And then I don't really, because I don't come from a music background, I'll like find producers who will take those raw tracks and remix them you know mm-hmm. and I'll like tell them a lot of times I'll try to have the producers there so that they can see what's going on they can ha- see hear those conversations too they're having that experience mm-hmm. and in reality what I'd love for it to be is in the future where people are going into dispensaries and they're able to like yo let me go listen to a sour D before I go and purchase it right like I need yeah. to cure it before because it's also sort of a reflection of the relationship that the the farmer has with the plant. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I can sort of hear when the plant is not doing too well, especially when yeah. you're making music with it over over its <clears throat> life stages, you know? And um, wow. that that's, that's what I think 
could be a real possibility is like this idea of like connecting with the plant in in other ways that include other senses you know what i mean and also like having that information from the plant in a different way you know because i feel like we are having conversations all the time with plants Mm -hmm. every time you take a hit you're having a conversation that's Mm -hmm. how i think about it like Mm -hmm. every time you eat some food you're having a conversation that plant you know you're Mm -hmm. like this is yeah there's there's an experience that's happening there and whether or not you're um fully conscious of it subconsciously these things are happening right so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that that's uh, just think about like why you prefer certain cannabis right or Mm -hmm. certain strains or even like sativa versus hybrid it's like you're trying to you know that plant it's it's almost like this plant has this information and you mm-hmm. you want that information and you want to yeah. integrate that information into your yeah. your body or into your reality. Well, and so we saw the couple of strain songs that you had on your on the Canatunes website, mm-hmm. and there I think there was I think it was Cherry AK yeah or AK forty seven, and there then, was a Blue Dream and yeah Remix a Sour I, Diesel maybe I don't know one yeah. of them was like one of the sativa the sativas because we don't know if we use the sativa indica terms anymore but one yeah. of the sativas. Yeah was very like bright and uppity and you could tell it was like a fast-paced song that made you want to go and the you know the more quote-unquote indicas the more relaxing things was like super chill chill. atmospheric you know very like galactic soundtrack you know and like knowing what the plant sounds like would help you connect to to what you're gonna feel like of it like theoretically right like that just makes that's what the like logic happens to me so it's like if we could hear the like Jack Herrera being like jumpity, yeah, you know, yeah. like okay, maybe I don't want to be like that, but I can hear the Cherry AK that's yeah. like chill and vibey and whatever. Yeah, like, that's, totally. That's and but also vibe. just to put it out there too, like you know, your Cherry AK might sound different than my Cherry AK. Totally. Like your Blue yeah. Dream, just because like mm-hmm. maybe you're growing on the coast or maybe you are who you are, or, like whatever. Yeah. So that's the other thing too. It's like I don't want to just say like. You know, this is what all Cherry AK will sound like. Either totally. it's like this yeah. Cherry AK from this farmer, mm-hmm. this season, Super this specific. this this nug, this this plant. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, really opening it up, like I can't do all the work, but eventually I'd love <laughs> it to be where it's like, you know, it would be great if there was just like a library that was continually being added to, where like these farmers were able to like upload the sounds of their strains and then you could go and hear you know i would need a really large team for that but also like yeah (laughs) i um i think that there's a lot of possibility in that and covid obviously has changed people's trajectory and how they do business and how they make um their like resources accessible to other people and so originally um and i i think i was saying this before oh yeah that's my friend bugs the Mm -hmm. ginseng thing so Mm -hmm. we started working on this project two years ago we're on ginseng and and it was supposed to culminate into a situation where we made music with ginseng over a two-year period at united plant savers in ohio and we were working with um the smithsonian folklife um institute in order to like um 
research and discover alternative voice or not even alternative but other voices in the ginseng world that doesn't include just white males and so mm. which it's like overloaded with and of course originally we, i was trying to find african-american cultural um stories of uses of ginseng i still have not found a single thing but we found a native american um mm-hmm. story cherokee story of ginseng being the grandfather of all plants and this whole story about how the insects and the animals got together to get rid of the humans and then they couldn't do it and they came up with all these ways to get rid of humans and they failed and they came to grandfather ginseng to figure it out and grandfather ginseng was like give me four days i'm gonna think about it comes back and is like yo bet humans are supposed to be here um they're like part of this world like to separate them like is you know (laughs) making things like broken like we're breaking the you know the cycle or the circle and if you guys want to you know mess up their reality that's fine we can't stop you from doing that but like all the um you know diseases or pains that you guys create for humans we're going to create cures for but if the humans want them they have to come to us humbly and ask for them you know and so that whole situation was like the guiding um narrative for the music that i was making we had these really great producers that um used the raw tracks and remixed into music that could really reflect that the essence of that story and um I was supposed to do it on the Washington Mall with the Smithsonian for a 10-day festival um, starting the 4th of July. But of course, COVID canceled all of that. And I already knew that in April, you know. So (laughs) um, I was like, well, how do I get this still out to people? Because I still wanted to, like, get it out to people. I wanted to, like, kind of wrap up the project and not just be like, oh, I guess... 2022 all you know like not so like um in my mind now you know and um i'll just go and get it i've been putting it together like that's why i'm in this hotel room like putting together all these kits that i like basically turned it into a ginseng's like at home spa meditation kit and what we did was we took the music, we created a guided meditation that includes the story, and um, it's overlaid on top of the music that we made with the ginseng. And it'll come in like a denim bag, it'll have like the logo on it, and it'll have a ginseng face mask in it. And I really love how like the ginseng looks like animistic, like people, um, because yes. in China, um, ginseng is, is, is highly valued. And mm-hmm. um, like the way Americans will like, you know, get really rich and they'll like get a Lamborghini or something. In China, people will drop like $250,000 on a ginseng root and just pin it on a pe- piece of velvet board and like hang it behind them in their office. Like to them, oh that's all right like yeah like, <laughs> you, you do that yeah yeah do that, so in china like it's a wow. and then also there's a difference so we're doing this on american ginseng and in china obviously it's chinese ginseng and the china in, in china 
it's a yin yang thing. So the Chinese mm. ginseng has a heating element. That's why they use it for, um, you know, like exercise, like waking up, also for like sexual vitality and stuff like that. Mm. For American ginseng, it has more of a cooling effect and a nourishing oh. effect. And oh. so more people use American ginseng for healing like um, cancer or diseases or um, like, uh, like helping with their blood flow and things like that. Mm. Um, wow. And so, and also in Korea, they have like different ideas of ginseng. So there's all these different cultural, but we're focusing That's on American ginseng, <clears throat> but I wanted to still have this yin yang effect. So the face mask is from Korea. It's a, like a Korean nice. face mask. Um, Cause Korea is like really big into beauty products. The place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then totally and then it'll <laughs> come with uh an american ginseng um flower essence and a, a pawpaw flower essence so we made music with ginseng and also um all the indicator species of ginseng so there's all these plants that you'll see when you're hunting oh. ginseng that'll let you know that ginseng's in the area so it's pawpaw oh. moon seed blood root um, snake plant and so we made music with all of these different plants as well and that's also in the guided meditation and so the idea is that you um, put on the face mask um, there's also like an eye mask so you can have like the sensory deprivation thing you listen to the guided meditation um, oh and then you take like the um, American ginseng flower uh, the essence drops and there'll also be pawpaw essence drops um, and there will be like a little notebook with like markers like gold and silver markers because we want people to like afterwards like or even during to like just like automatic write automatic free drawing and then we'll have like a hashtag where people can post because there's been really interesting um pictures and images and, and conversations that have been generated off of like how the music speaks to them yeah. I really mm -hmm. wanted, especially in 2020, this whole meditation to be like an offering of healing, healing of old wounds, past traumas, current traumas. Yes. I wanted it to be, it lasts like 30 minutes, but I wanted it to be at least 30 minutes of like a sacred space for yourself and to like take a time out and like uh, just enter into a world where it's more than human and you're still part of it. Um, and yeah. That's I so love cool. that so much. <laughs> I need a standing ovation. I'll take five. I love that like, so much. I, I am ready for that experience. I need it in my life. I want to host a party and just have <laughs> yeah. like a bunch of women and we're all just <laughs> yeah. like sitting there with our faces. I know. That's what I like. <laughs> that sounds so awesome. Well, we're putting it live um, this Sunday. I will definitely send you the links for that. And yes. um yeah, we're really hoping that, uh, you know, we're going to put up a hundred for sale, but we're, if it, if it sells out, we'll make more of them. We just wanted to like do something with the work and like give it to people. And it felt like 2020 is like, we need this. Yes. And like, I, this year is not over. <laughs> we are just getting into it. Yeah. And, uh, there's just still like, I, yeah. So I just, I feel like I'm lucky because I'm currently working on a weed farm. I'm up on a mountain. So like, mm -hmm. I feel lucky that I, I, I'm separate. I get to work on this stuff when I need to like get this hotel room in this tiny little town I'm in. But like, 
I, I usually live in Oakland, and mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it's like to be there right now. So big yeah. hats off to everyone living in a big city right now because it's intense and mm-hmm. it's hard. And um, yeah, so I, I'm really hoping that if anything, even if you just hear the music on the website, that it'll give you like some grace and some like compassion in your life or it'll call it into your space. Well, I love that you found a way to give, to use this work to give back to the, you know, the collective to heal because we have so much healing. Yeah, that's so cool. And Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) I'm just enamored by the work that you're doing. I think it's really cool. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And I feel like it was almost meant to be to a certain extent, because Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have only been able to reach so many people in that smithsonian experience anyways and um you know that's why i feel like that's why i'm not so down about 2020 you know i know it's been a roller coaster more so than anybody else i also just want to put it out there too there's um you know when it was 2012 i was like this is like before i sold my farm and stuff i was like yo i'm good all prepper style like <laughs> bring it on 2012 yo i'm ready right yeah and it yeah happened. and i was like i right, i'm out bro like i'll just sell yeah. everything make music with plants everything's good yeah and i heard a podcast by like one of my favorite um like historians and researchers his name is ross ben he's located in philadelphia and he like researches like occult histories of, of sacred cool. spaces and cities and um, he uh, he was talking on a podcast and he was saying that according to the Ethiopian calendar, this is 2012. I've Ooh. heard many a rumor that this is 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, bet. Like, okay, I was <laughs> off a little. So, but I feel like it was, that's what I mean. It's like almost meant to be. I'm supposed to be here yeah. at these moments, learn these lessons. Like there was no For running sure. from it. Like there was no Absolutely. escaping like that, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So Well, as crazy uh, as 2020 has been, I, like we've had the best growth this year yeah. that we've had in a long time. Like yeah. we've been able to get a lot of stuff rolling like with the podcast and outside of the podcast. That we've always wanted to do and we've had the time to do it because yeah. of the world. Yeah. So it's... Totally. We're opportunistic i think <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that's how how people have to think about it is like yeah. where are these where how is this an opportunity for myself mm-hmm. because i feel like if you're just watching the news or whatever and everybody always says that oh if you're just watching the media but it's everywhere you know like it, right now it's like this 9-11 stuff where it's like never forget is everywhere and it's totally. hard to get away from so that's why I was like, yo, I'm lucky I'm on this hill just trimming weed right now. Like, yeah, it's serious when like there's so much shame about mm-hmm. like trying to make space for yourself and like do things, you know, and I feel like in many ways, the same way 9-11 or the 2008 crash, this is the biggest excuse ever. Like this is your fire sale moment. Like where you can just mm-hmm. crash and burn everything, start reset, and nobody will blame you, bruh. Yeah. Totally. Everybody yeah, will totally. be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." 
Yeah, 2020 was like, a shit show. COVID, for sure. Yeah, yeah like, you know, all the excuses, like, <laughs> all lift excuses. you up, you know? Yeah, yeah. you're totally yeah, right about so that. Use that to motivate yourself to, like, free Absolutely. yourself of whatever, you know, pris- mind prisons you've created for yourself, you know? Totally. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Can we hear a song or a um, sound? Of... <laughs> yeah, here. Let me see if I can just play something off of my phone. I will cool. play one of the ginseng songs. Yes. And this is, yeah, I'll play the paw paw sound um, or maybe pawpaw or ginseng i'm just trying to find i'll play the pawpaw one hopefully it won't be too long but here let's see if it works unable to play during call oh Oh. that's okay maybe we can like maybe we can shoot a link add one to the end of the episode yeah yeah you can that's what people usually okay and um yeah here let me get back to you guys here we are um (laughs) but yeah because that would have been like four minutes long but i'll um (laughs) also yeah shoot links for the cimarron maz um website and that's the name of the organization that we created to do the ginseng project um because it's not just me it's a a collection of people um i believe there's like five of us so yeah um that's awesome thanks so much guys for like allowing me to talk about it and like let you guys know about the spa um project but this is what i'd love to do like um in the future especially with cannabis right is like Mm -hmm. have these cannabis kits that go with the music so that people can like especially that are like specific for farmers or even cannabis regions you know mm-hmm. um that would be so fun yeah because i, I think that. that there's so much to learn even amongst farmers like i'm up here in trinity county and mm. a lot of the farmers i know are in mendocino and like they don't talk to each other right yeah, you know? yeah. and then i go to yeah. these big cannabis conferences that are run by like steve d'angelo and the like and yeah. there's like dudes from Poland and Japan that are like, yeah, you know, I needed $5 million just to get in here and I'm planning on buying like all this property, like, you know, and then these guys are like, oh, I wonder when this person got here and built all this stuff. It's like, yeah, I was at that conference listening to that guy talk about it, right? Crazy, like, no, yeah. Like these conversations are not all happening together. Like, yeah, you know, and they're almost like, there's almost like this sense of feeling like, especially during these COVID times when people have to stay away from each other. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really hope that the music is an opportunity to like, for even the farmers to like get to know each other and be like, oh, that's what his sounds like. Or mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder, you know, totally. like generate conversations in that way. And like, what is music ever been but something that brings everybody together mm-hmm. exactly you know? and so, we and yeah. we and, and we, right? and we together that's why i sold everything i was like this makes too much yeah. sense to me like I feel <laughs> yeah like yeah like, for sure. absolutely oh my gosh well where can people follow you online to see what uh, projects you have going on so the website links are all on um the instagram uh but I, I'm so terrible at like memorizing website 
names and stuff because it's like that's backslash right. we'll my site. Sh- and, yeah, and it'll be yeah. all linked. But you can find me on Instagram at Canatunes, um, also at Biotunes, B I O T U N E S, and then Canatunes is C A N N A T U N E S. And um, yeah, the Cimarron Maz uh, work. Um, I'll like send links for that and when the spa kit goes live I'll let you guys know and yeah I'm so excited to and I've been listening to your guys um previous uh podcasts and stuff too so I'm like really excited to be part of the group of people that you guys have been talking to because it's been really great conversations that you guys have been having and I think they're generally needed in the world. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank wow. you for being a part of it. Yes, I'm <laughs> very glad that the Tokativity gals like sent you us out. your way because what yeah, you're doing big is shout so out to Tokativity. Heck yeah. yeah, we love Tokativity. They're amazing. What Everything they're doing is. is so needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you. Just like totally. Yeah, and and just a big shout out to magical connections, just like this, right? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to like, I want to give a bit a shout out to my friend Danny, who's like been helping me with all this stuff that I've been dealing with separately in my life. But like, I, the farm that I'm at is like the one that he runs, and I like only would be there if I just randomly magically met this other person who randomly introduced me to that person and I was in a crap situation in Oakland being like how do I get out of here and they were like hey you want to go trim some weed on a mountain and like I was like fuck yeah like yeah so yeah magical connections yeah the universe man absolutely (laughs) oh my gosh thank you so much for being here I hope you have a great rest of your day and an amazing you as well yeah Yeah, happy Mercury retrograde. Happy Mercury retrograde. Bye. Thanks, Loretta, for chatting with us. You blew our minds with your freaking magic, and we can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you, listeners, for hanging out with us, and hopefully you're as enlightened and high as we are. If you like what you hear, rate, review, subscribe, share, blast it from the rooftops. You want to support the show? There's a link in the show notes or go to anchor.fm slash If you're a cannabis brand looking for a platform to connect with other cannabis users, email us at chronicgals at gmail.com. Check you next time for another episode of The Chronic Gals. Chronic Gals.